Welcome to the Free Music Ed Podcast. My name's Steven. My name is Gannon. And today we're talking about reeds. Reeds. Okay, well, uh, Steven is a clarinet player and has spent a very large portion of his life around reeds. I am a trombonist and a bassist, and I have not spent very much time. Uh, a very large portion of my life around reeds so i'm going to be playing your role again like i have another podcast where i really don't know what's going on a whole lot about reeds but steven he is an expert so he will be filling us in on all sorts of questions that you may have so i guess i have a real basic question to start off what is a reed exactly steven all right well on many of the woodwind instruments Specifically for this podcast on the clarinet and on the saxophone, there is this little piece of cane. Uh, and it's it's a little piece of wood, right, cane? You think kind of like bamboo, kind of. And it's been shaved down, uh, and you stick it on a mouthpiece, and whenever you play those instruments, it vibrates. And its vibration is what produces the sound that goes through the chamber of the entire instrument and makes those instruments sound like they do. So that's it. It's a little piece of wood that you blow across and it wiggles. Okay. Well, I guess I guess that makes kind of sense. Um, you know, I, ha- I have been around some woodwind players a little bit, and I did notice that everybody has different reeds. Uh, there seems to be a lot of different kinds out there, and some of them have numbers assigned to them, and some of them have words assigned to them, like a medium or a medium soft or a hard. Um, what exactly does all that mean? All right, so the numbers that you see uh, on boxes of reeds refer to the hardness or the density of those reeds. Now, all the time, I have students walk in and try to say, what size is the reed? Well, the size is B-flat clarinet or saxophone or alto saxophone, tenor saxophone. Those are the size of the reeds. The numbers don't refer to the size at all. They also don't describe the thickness. So a reed that's marked with a number four and a reed that's marked with a number two are still the same thickness, just one's harder than the other one. And, as you can imagine, since we're talking about wood, uh, it's all a little bit subjective, exactly how hard it is or how soft it is. And when you get reeds from different manufacturers, their numbers don't all match up either. So, basically, if you see five box of reeds and they're all from the same manufacturer, then hopefully the ones marked with a one are softer than the ones marked with a five. So the higher the number, the harder or stronger the reed. Exactly. The harder or stronger the reed, and the lower the number, uh, the softer or more frail, I suppose, the reed. Okay, so does that mean, like, if I'm a beginner clarinet player, for example, should I go out and buy a box of ones since I'm just getting started in learning? Well, this is where we get into just loads and loads of controversy about reeds. So I'm going to give you my best advice, but I will have you know that there are people that do not follow my advice that are very successful, and probably some that don't follow my advice that make a lot more money than I do. However, uh, what I'm going to talk about works really well for me, and so that's why I'm going to describe it. So, no, I would never play on a strength one reed for anything, really. Uh, I, you know, I think that's too soft. I, most stores don't even sell them. So, uh, but your, another question that stems right from that is, do beginners play on softer reeds and seasoned pros play on harder reeds? Well, that question is nearly as complicated. A general statement would be yes. 
that beginners tend to play on softer reeds and you know intermediate and professional players are definitely playing on harder reeds than those beginners. Uh, that's not universally true though, uh, especially some jazz clarinet players. And if you're thinking jazz clarinet players in the early days of jazz clarinet, like Benny Goodman and Artie Shaw, they were rumored to play on really soft reeds, like maybe a one or a one and a half. But I don't know anybody who does that now. You look at someone like Eddie Daniels, supposedly the best clarinet player in the world right now, and he plays on strength four and four and a half reeds from what his website says. And he plays on Vandoren V12s is what they're called, uh, silver box Vandorens. So uh, anyway, reeds are pretty personal, but when I start beginners, yeah, I'll usually give them a two and a half or a three. And that's uh, either... Uh, Michelori or Vandoren are usually what I start my beginners on. Sometimes Ricos if I just want to buy, you know, a huge box of reeds for the cheapest price possible. So you're bringing up a couple of brands now. Um, is is that important? I mean, I saw these reeds on the internet, and they were different colors, and I thought that was kind of cool looking. And they even had some that were different flavors. I could get strawberry or mint, or chocolate, and I thought, well, that'd be kind of cool to at least, you know, have it taste good while I play. Is that a good idea? Yeah, you and uh, half of the, you know, 10 and 11-year-old girls on Earth all think that flavored reeds sound like a great idea. And there is a company that produces them. I think the main one is Flavor Reed. Flavor Reed, like Flavor Flav. Yeah, exactly. That's the, uh, <laughs> do you even uh, know who Flavor Flav is? I'm going to pretend like I do. <laughs> I thought so. Right. <laughs> um, basically, uh, most people tend to think that all flavored reed products are terrible. I haven't tried enough to know, but there's no reason that a reed should have a flavor. You're not going to eat them. You, you know, I mean... They're they're high in fiber. They, they are. That's right. You know, you're, again, any type of flavor stuff is going to wear off pretty quick, and I kind of think it's gross. Who knows what's in it? And most of the time, people say those reeds are terrible. So, uh, again, I haven't used them to tell you, but I know that they're panned by most people I know. Uh, and, again, I don't think there's any purpose to have a flavored reed. But there are a bunch of different brands. And the trick is those numbers I was talking about, they're different from brand to brand. So I gave a couple of examples, two of the big ones being uh, Van Doren reeds and Michelori reeds. Now, Michelori reeds, they tend to be a size softer than Vandoren. So if I bought a three of each, then the Michelori one would be significantly softer than the Vandoren one, even though they have the same number on them. So you, you find that they're pretty soft. The other thing is, when I use Vandoren reeds and I buy a box of threes, I find ten reeds inside of this box, and all ten are a different strength. You know, I've got some that are maybe as soft as a two and a half, some that are as hard as a three and a half in a box of threes. Uh, with the Michelurie, though, I feel like while they're all kind of soft and while I don't play on them myself very much because I can't get them to last very long, uh, they seem pretty consistent to box to box. So lots of thoughts about those two different things, the main one being that they're different and that the numbers don't line up between them. Uh, Van Doren reads, by the way, whenever you buy them, a lot of times they have a read comparison chart inside of the box that shows you how their different strengths match up to different strengths of other reeds and within their own different brands too oh i didn't know that um well now you do yeah no kidding ah oh, geez you just said something that popped a question in my head and i already lost it oh that's okay one of the things that i kind of thought of is now when you buy a lot of the different reeds specifically the van doren reeds 
they they sealed him inside of a vacuum sealed package. And this is a completely new development. Some people are angry. They say that them being inside of these vacuum sealed envelopes makes it where they can get rid of reads that are terrible and you don't know until you've bought it and you're opening up that package. But they really do keep them fresh because we're talking about a piece of wood. And this is where reads become a real serious issue is that just like any piece of wood, whether that be you know a board in your attic or a tree in your yard, it's affected by a lot of different things. They can dry out. Uh, they can take and uh, change with the weather like crazy. So if you go through a, a weather spell and it goes from being really cold to being really hot, all of a sudden none of your reeds work. They they change, they warp, and all sorts of weird things happen. So since we're talking about a piece of wood, it's affected by a bunch of things. Some of the manufacturers are taking and sealing them now in those packages so that at least when you first get the reed, it hasn't been affected very much by those different factors. Oh, I see. So basically wood is affected by humidity, and humidity is different every day. Mm-hmm. So they're going to kind of change. As a beginner, how often am I going to be going through these reeds? Like, how long are they going to last for me? Ooh, that's a good question. Well, if you uh, aren't careful and you break one every time you use it, then about five minutes. Uh, when, you op- when you open up a reed, it's got two ends to it. One end's a thin end and one's a thick end. Thickened. The thin end is called the tip of the reed, and it's very fragile. And a lot of kids, if they're not careful, they'll brush that with their fingers or bump it with their ligature. That's the device that holds the reed on, and they'll crack and beat it up. Or they'll smack their teeth on it or these type of things. And when that happens, they can go through reeds pretty quick. That's why sometimes when I start beginners, I want to get them a reed that will work, but I also want to get them the cheapest reed possible because I know it won't last but a couple weeks maybe for a lot of students. On the other hand, if you don't break the reed, uh, a beginner who won't notice the change in quality of a reed will sometimes play on a reed for a couple of months. Uh, I, I tend to not play on most reeds more than a few weeks before I'm sick and tired of them. But generally, if you rotate your reeds, then you know you take that couple of months and you extend it a little further because you're you know doing it among multiple reeds. But uh, I would expect that a beginner who doesn't break their stuff will you know go at least a semester on a box of reeds. Well, that's not bad. Well, I feel like I have learned a lot about reeds today. Well, thank you. <laughs> I uh, Yeah, I've talked a lot about reeds today. Uh, there's about a million other things about reeds. People spend a lot of time adjusting their reeds, and you could spend a whole podcast talking about that. Uh, there's ways to combat what we were talking about with the weather and the humidity. There's devices you can buy. Basically, they're like cigar humidors that you take and you keep your reeds in I mean, so that you can use them later. Give them a nice aroma, too. That's right. They're lovely. Uh, and uh, so there's, there's a million things about reeds, but those are the basics. They come in different sizes. Usually, beginners will be playing on softer reeds. Professionals will be playing on harder reeds. Depends on the instrument. Uh, I start my beginners on saxophone on two and a halves, and that's what I play on. I play on two and a halves. But on clarinet, I play on fours. My beginners play on two and a halves, and we work them up to it when their embouchure is ready. So, uh, again, basics. The very basics of reeds. This has been a mini cast, so we're going to cut it off here and let you guys go on about your happy lives and not have to think about reeds anymore for at least five or ten minutes. Yeah, unless you're a woodman player, which you're probably working on them right now. It's all you're thinking about. It's all you're thinking all the about. Time. Good luck, everybody.
Yeah. Good luck out there. Yeah, keep practicing and altering your reads. Yes. Keep practicing. (laughs) 